G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. My name is Drill Dapper J. My co-host is Black Rob, Bobby G. <laughs> and our goal is to not be as woke as the Swiss Beats comment. We're going to get to that a little later. Uh, <laughs> you opposed son, bro? Went from poison to poise on to poise son. That's right up there with real eyes, real eyes, real eyes. <laughs> <laughs> The and the fact thing. that Nori was like, "Hey, yo, that's hard." What? I love Nori for that, bro. I love Nori for that. We we gonna <laughs> yeah, we we gonna talk about that later, man. But we it's not a lot of topics. Um, but let let's see how we go. So start with sports, and before we get to the playoffs, there's a lot what? of things to talk about in the NBA. But we wanted to take it, you know, to tennis. I don't know if we've ever really led with tennis, but today is the first day. So, yeah, tennis. Shout out. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my uncle because he's like the only guy I know that plays tennis. Yeah, tennis is dope. Oh, and Dominique Monayong. Oh, yeah, uh, Money. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but I used to say his last name funny because we had class together. I was like, Money. Yeah, that's the, that's the homie, man. Sure. He'd be like, <laughs> But, um, nah, man. So, Naomi Osaka, who I didn't even realize she's not the number one player in the world anymore. She's the number two player. I was like, Who's number one? But I don't even know. Nobody knows. Because Serena's like seven. So, it's like. Seventy five, so no. <laughs> I mean, it just be having the her ranking be the most ridiculous ranking ever. I'd be like, fam, if it's literally only one person that can beat me, <laughs> like, why am I not number? Yeah, right, right. So Naomi, she struggled with um, with uh, I guess depression, anxiety, and with May being Mental Health Month, French Open starting. You know, she posted like, "Hey, I don't really want to talk to the press." Because of my mental health, she let it be known early, so it wasn't a, it wasn't a thing during the tournament. It's not she dropped the bomb. It's like, hey, I'm just letting you guys know, I like, I have relationships with some of the journalists, but I just feel like my mental space, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if I'm prepared for that. And I'm like, cool. Certain people are feeling the way because they're like, we as journalists, we have to talk to you to get you know bites from the tournament and blah blah blah. We're covering it, and that's we're gonna get to that in a sec. Mm-hmm. So then they were like, oh, if she doesn't, you know, speak to the media, she'll get fined 
15,000, up to 20,000 uh, a match, depending on how long mm-hmm. she goes. She's the richest player, or she's made, she's grossed the most money of any mm. tennis player the past year. So 15, 20 bands a match ain't nothing to her. And then the fact that you had all four majors uh, kind of sending a threat like, hey, if you don't talk to us, we might sus- revoke you from all our tournaments mm-hmm. and other things in the backlash. She's like, you know what? I'm going to just withdraw. Once I get myself together, I'll reconvene with all the different uh, majors and, and we can have a conversation on how to improve this. So for me, that's a huge stand. Um it's definitely unfortunate because you know she's one of the bigger draws period to the sport and then the fact that she says it's you know it's mental health she's not saying I don't want to speak to you guys because you suck at your job she's just saying <laughs> hey like it's a me it's it's not you it's me <laughs> and they like nah yo like I mean it's a lot to unpack right so as far as like I mean obviously you need to do whatever is best for you right absolutely you know what I'm saying like I always say, like, I'm never going to feel sorry for a person who's made their living talking to other people. Like, that's your that's your that's your fault. You know what I'm saying? That'd be like saying we do a podcast that and we have hostings. I mean, we have a guest all the time. Right. And then all of a sudden we can't get no guests. That's our fault. Right. We made our shit relying on having guests and we can't get none. Like that's that's your fault, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm never gonna be like, ooh, woe is me, the journalist that can't speak to her because she don't like, you know what I'm saying? But there's also the um, like you said, the four majors or whatever coming together and things, right? It's it's the opposite of what you see in like the NBA. Like the NBA is a star-driven league, right? Right. Like, it's always catered to its best players in any way, shape, or form. I mean, like, when you look at Magic Johnson, the league played on his marketability for sure to expand yeah. the greatness of the league. his whole career. I've Jordan. Been. Jordan had a, clear, a clean-cut image and things like that, right? They, you didn't see them putting Jordan in, in tough predicaments. They weren't trotting him out anytime a black issue happened. They said, so what do you think about this, Jordan? No. Why? Because they knew he didn't have he didn't feel like speaking on that type of stuff, right? So they didn't throw him. He they didn't thrust him in there. When LeBron goes and he does the things that LeBron do, what does the league do? Get behind LeBron, right? Because that's what you do with your cash cow, right? Like the people who are the people who pay the bills. That's who you. I mean, you, that's how you keep the league, you know, as great as the NBA is, right? And Think when, about how the NFL. And, and when you saying that. Tennis is an individual sport unless we're doing doubles. Yeah. Serena's so, like, obviously the biggest figure. Sure. And outside of the Williams sisters, Naomi's right there. And here's the problem, right? It's like you can't ever go against your number one star and expect to expect to your business to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like all anybody don't give a shit about the French Open. The only story is going to be whoever wins, they only win there. Right. Unless you know Serena saying? wins. Is, is she in this tournament? I believe she is in the tournament. Okay. I mean, like, yeah. For the, they hope and pray that Serena gets another that Serena gets another major with this tournament. So, like, that could be the story. But if that don't happen, yeah, we don't what care. are we really talking about? Right? We don't care. So, it's like, you getting up there to, like, y'all want to go and take a stance and say, oh, no, you gotta talk to the media and all that shit. Like, 
she's the best player in the world. She ain't got to do shit. Like, at the end of the day, it's the same thing like Aaron Rodgers and the, and the Packers, right? It's like, if Aaron Rodgers retired, that franchise is about to go to shit. Like, it don't matter what players you suit up, bro. You don't have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You're going to look like trash. Like, so no matter what, you're going to be fucked in this deal. So it's like, if Naomi sits down, we all know she's the best tennis player. Like, and she's hella marketable. Like, and people love her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's more money out there than just playing tennis, fam. And it's like, your sport's going to suffer because we have the the known best player not playing in these tournaments. Right. Like, you always got to lean in with your stars. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the business side of it. Like, we're not talking about the personal aspect right now, but it's like, just the business side of it. For them to come together, like, yo, you need to do this or like... It's like, and like you said, like, it's not like she came to the podium in the middle of the tournament. It was like, fuck off. Like, she's telling you, like, you would hate for yours, for the best player in the world to have some nervous breakdown and do something crazy. Like, imagine if, like, she had a Malice in the Palace moment on the fucking yeah. thing or something. She just jumped over. What did you say to me? She spazzes out or something. Or she, she like, attacked the judge. Exactly. Or, like, what if she just has some, like, internal breakdown and she just is never the same so now you have the shining star of your sport that shut her former self because you wanted to um have conversations with her after a fucking game like that that's not like like no you don't have to do that like you could easily have just been like all right we're gonna let this live you know what i'm saying she's obviously gonna still bring the ratings and the matches and everything like if i'm a great tennis player me talking to the media like yo that's a drop in the bucket. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, we're talking about the game. Like, <laughs> we talking about the game I love. You know what I'm saying? Like, if LeBron James was like, yo, I'm, I can't talk to the media right now because, like, my mind in the right space, blah, blah, blah. You know what the NBA would do? Stop asking LeBron James questions. Because there's no way in the world would they put LeBron James in a compromised position that would make him – that. Would, Maybe he could end up lashing out, you know, aggressively or some shit like that, or rationally, or imploding, like mentally, like where he's just a fucking, just fucking turns into a recluse or something. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't, like they would never put LeBron in that situation. Here's it. You know how they say history repeats itself. There's two instances where when tennis didn't take care of their stars, they unraveled. The first mm-hmm. one, uh, Jennifer Capriati, she was 13, and in her first, what is this, 99, in her first PGA tournament, she makes the finals at 13. So now she's this herald prodigy. They're blown up with questions. Her mental health isn't great. Then five years later, like, what went wrong? She started partying her life away. And it's like... They're saying what happened to her, like she flunked out where there's a lot of pressure, but she can't express that. And then the second example I have is uh Monica Seals. She was she was a seven time major champion by like twenty three, which is mm. around what Naomi is, right? She gets stabbed on the court, bro. Someone stabbed her. She doesn't die. But she's never the same player again. And they're like, dang, man, you know, what if it's like, we not going to protect them? This happened in the 90s. Like, what, no, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, like, you just, that's just the wrong stance to take. Especially to, like, I mean, like, if you want to, if that's what you want to preach your um, sport to be, like, some grueling thing, like, yo, the, only the strong survive. Blah, blah, blah. If, that's, if that's your selling, your, your uh, selling point, 
Bravo, then whatever, bro. But you I'm also got to sure that's not going to go. Mentally, like, if you just look at, like, Naomi, she's young. She's, I think she's 21. And if you look at her first major, it was when she beat Serena after Serena felt like she got robbed, right? Mm-hmm. You're, one, you're playing your idol. You actually beat her, but then it gets weird, and now they're booing you. And it's like, I'm supposed to yeah, feel the right. happiest I've ever felt, but everyone hates me because I just did my job. I wasn't the reason mm-hmm. that she lost. It was the ref or whatever. But now, like, from that point on, don't get me wrong, she's a killer on the court. Like, she she cold-blooded. But mentally, like, that's going to mess with you. And that, and you can just see in her interviews, like, some people have the gift of gab. They, they know how to converse with the media. And others, it takes a while. And if mm-hmm. they're fragile and you break them early in a bad way, who knows what we might get? Yeah, no, that's a fact. I mean, when you win, when you accomplish the biggest thing in your life, you should not be defensive. You know what I'm saying? You should be elated and you know, joyous and things like, yeah, she accomplished her goal and everybody was like I said booing her and shitting on her and talking like yo and blaming her for something that was out of her control you know what I'm saying it's like it'd be like it'd be the same way as like Kobe's first championship was like against the Kings or some shit right and they're like oh the ref cheated blah 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 he's like nigga I didn't call those fouls right like I didn't, I didn't rig the game that nigga did like stop talking to me about that shit you know what I'm saying that's the same thing like she's like fam like Yo, like you said, I literally just came out there and just did my best at something. I just did something that I did for my whole life. You know, tried my hardest, and I accomplished a goal that I should be happy about. And y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all feel some type of way, and then you guys going to attack me. And, like, yeah, that's a perpetual thing. Like, that's a snowball effect. Like, she just rolled down the hill. Like, I'm sure. Like, she's had shit. Like, she's felt standoffish to the, that media since then. You know what I'm saying? And... That's another thing. Like, if you know, if you don't feel protected by your media, you know what I'm saying. Like, if from the beginning you guys have been attacking me, and I and that's what I see our relationship as, like that contentious relationship. But so I know what I'm in for when I get on that podium. Right. Then of course I'm gonna try to troubleshoot before it even happens. Like, yo, I'm already going through something. I'm letting y'all know. I'm not talking to y'all because I already know the type of fuck shit y'all on. Whereas if you were just respectful and things like that, like of that nature, like. But that's why you need to have diversity in in all media. But there definitely need to be more black journalists covering the sport of tennis. Like there was a clip floating around where a guy was like, "Yo, Serena, why aren't you happy? Like usually happy when you win? Is it because?" You beat your sister and you don't like beating your sister, or is it because you're just focused on the next match? She was like, honestly, that asked the same question. Like, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I got mm-hmm. an early workout in the morning, so I could really use the rest right now. And yeah, I just asked the same questions. Like, it's boring. Yeah. It's predictable. And everyone was just laughing at him, but it was just like she was serious. No, and see, I don't even think that's a like. I don't understand. I don't think that's a race issue. Like in a sense, like I think that's just a media issue. Like, I mean, in the NBA, you see black journalists and Chinese journalists. And no, 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 no. I, I'm not sure right? that, but I think in like, tennis, it, it is mostly. But no, no. I'm clearly yeah. there's like clearly there's a, there's not a lot of black journalists. In it, but I'm saying that in itself wouldn't save it because like you get on any media or something, you see motherfucker get in the press conference, they ask the same shit. So LeBron, what did you think about the pass that you made? Thank you, sir. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
you guys in the same shit. You like you said, Serena. How how do you feel about um facing your sister, fam? How long have, are we going to ask them to that question? Like every, literally every time one of them wins, it, it, whoever wins, they ask them. So how do you feel about being your sister? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like that's just. I think we need to hold our media as a whole to just a higher standard. You know what I'm saying? Like force them to be actually journalists and people who aren't just looking for fucking sound bites. You know what I'm saying? Like that was. That's like the heart of like journalism and like as a spectator for me. Like when you look at a journalist who's asking great questions and they're getting great answers, and that's the sound bite. Not a person fishing for some hot shit. You know what I'm saying? No, and I, I remember. There was a time where, like, I was covering uh, the Terps. I don't know who they were playing. And people were asking the same amount of questions, but I didn't have anything super compelling. Like, I'm going to be real with you. It was just, like, it was one of them, like, they clearly beat this team. It wasn't, like, a great story. People already asked, like, y'all killed them on the boards, which I can't ask them that. Y'all were very fluid with the uh, with passing the ball. Y'all had, like, 20, 25 assists that game so I'm like okay so I'm gonna ask that and then it's just like I don't really have anything else but everyone else was asking dumb stuff and I remember like Brenda Freeze was kind of looking at me like you got something and I'm like I don't have nothing like I don't have anything that's worth being said because everything's already been addressed now I'm just we just going in circles so when I would go yeah it's a little like nerve-wracking and be like All right, I want to ask a question but it's not a dumb question because there are some stupid questions and you don't want to be that bad soundbite that goes viral either. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I'd rather just like, not say nothing at all. Just like, all right. Exactly. And I wish so many of journalists would take your approach, bro. Like, it's the same thing when I always tell people, like, yo, you don't have to have an opinion on everything. Like, people ask me questions all the time. Like, yo, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I don't have anything to say. Like, there's literally, I don't either know enough about it or I don't care enough about it for me to really have anything substantial to say. And I'm not going to waste your time just telling you random shit so like if, if journalists really had your approach bro like fam we've already we've seen it this is a blowout why are we asking a thousand questions about this game what can you learn from a blowout nothing yes yeah, nothing you stop fail you out rebounding them by 30 you know what i'm saying clearly you could just look at the box score in a blowout and they will tell you exactly what happened you know what i'm saying like so it's like yeah like you should like yo i would love if journalists would just be like so clearly you swept this girl in the match like so what are you eating for dinner or something you know what i'm saying like like you're gonna say something like say something original or something if you're gonna talk about some shit like right so in closing i, I think rob and i are on the same page where one we definitely praying for naomi mentally right. that whatever she's going through whether she go to therapy you can go i mean we know you a beast so when you come back on the court you, yeah, you know you're going to do your thing no. we know you're going to do your thing so we just want you to, to get well mentally because she is the future of tennis and it's clear that whenever serena and venus really hey corday drop a diss track man. <laughs> truly give it up she she's the heir where it's like all right boom so praying for her man and and ask for these tournaments they got it we got to do better because I was seeing first take the day they was like should athletes be required to speak to the media no it's like it's it's, it's a like, look yes yes if that's if that's part of what you sign in your contract like if I tell you I'm gonna pay you 20 million dollars a year and after every game you need to sit the press thing and talk to the media and you sign that contract oh then that's then different yes but I don't like, know if that's in the contract 
But like, yeah, if it's not, then I mean, no, nigga, obviously not. Because you can still cover the game and you can talk to other people to get yeah, engaged. There's a bunch of people just don't want to do that hard work. They just want to say, okay, let me ask LeBron or AD about this, not ask the other 12, 13 guys on the fucking team that you could talk to. Facts. Or the coach. Yeah. Or this. Yeah. So, like, exactly, bro. Like, so let, let's get to basketball, man. Speaking of wow, before I guess we get into the games per se. I know we're technically in a pandemic and it's appearing to certain people that it's it's coming to close. I mean, it's been a pandemic. Like, I got a new job out of it, so I'm okay. However, fans are tweaking, bro. At an all-time high. They really want another mouse in the palace in the playoffs. Bro, you got to kick somebody's ass, bro. I've been saying this shit for 20 years, bro, since the malice in the palace. I, when when that happened and everybody was so surprised and shocked, I remember telling my dad and shit, like, I'm surprised this hasn't happened before. Like, you understand that, like, you don't, like, the way that people treat athletes, even in, like, what we call, like, because we're getting to the Kyrie shit, right? But like, even what we when we talk about, like, accepted heckling and stuff, right? No other place in the world would accept that behavior. Imagine if you're the president having the fucking State of the Union address and the fucking whoever's there doesn't feel what he's saying. So he just got up and started booing him. Bro, remember, remember it was like Barack's first term and he was doing a State of the Union address and he was talking and um, a congressman from South Carolina was like, you lie! And everyone else started flaming him and I was just like dad has that ever happened he was like son I've never seen that happen and that's one person yeah there's 20,000 people booing people and shit and look we all accept that as part of the game right the moment you take this shit farther than that like the shit that was said to John Moran's parents Utah definitely gonna get theirs, bro. I don't know like, from who. Like, fam, like all, like, like, yo, like, I think, oh, I forgot who said it, but it's like, yo, all it takes for me to have some real niggas in the crowd with me. How many times your friends or something, if you hoop or something, you see that entourage of the star players, friends, and family sitting over there in the game, where all I gotta do is have a few of my real niggas there, and you say some crazy shit like that. And now niggas gotta die because you wanna be a racist asshole. That's crazy. You got, yeah. What happened in Utah was wild. A dude spit on Trey Young in the garden. I didn't. Even, the shit was so crazy. Like I when I saw it, I was like, wait, what the fuck? I definitely watched it like five times just because I was just like, wait, I'm trying to see the spit. And I'm like, he really. And <laughs> and what's crazy about that, like, all right. What's crazy about that is he's getting ready to inbound the ball to, to play. Imagine if he had just turned and just stole on cuz people would have been like, oh, Trey's an animal. And it's just like, my man spit on. Or if it would have landed on 50. And then you seeing Trey Young getting ready to throw the ball and 50 fighting. You're like, wait a minute. Like, what's going on there? Exactly. Like, bro, like, young is. People need to get their ass whipped. Like when they, the dude who um, threw the ball at Russ, and they got he got arrested and everything. Now he's facing a felony and shit. 
Whatever. Phil, man, Philly it's fans like, here, bro. It's like, no, yeah, it's like, yo, now, like, no, you have to make examples out of people. Like, yo, what you do, as long as the punishment for a player re- retaliating to a fan is higher than what the fan doing it to the player, that's always going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always going to be that. So you have to make it so. But fans know, like, you're not only banned from, like, you can go get arrested. Now you're doing five, ten years in jail because you wanted to throw shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then let's let's get to, you know, the Celtics. All right. Kyrie steps on their mascot, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Is it disrespectful to the fan base? Sure, because it's symbolic, yes. blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Because to this day, what T.O. did on the star is one of the greatest moments of my Thanks. childhood. Like, cool. That also does not neg- does not equal, hey, it's okay if I throw a bottle at his head. Here's the thing, right? Here's a, here's a disconnect where I always say, like, as far as, like, between that fan and the... When T.O. did the star shit, right? She was hella disrespectful, hella amazing. Fuck Dallas, right? Absolutely. Never had a problem with T hitting T.O. You're supposed to do that. Absolutely. If a Celtics player chooses to clothesline Kyrie in their air or something, that is 100% within their right. I'm with that. If you come into my stadium and disrespect my team, my local, whatever, whatever I choose to retaliate on that court is my business. That does not branch out to the fans. Because once I step off this court, I am a man. Well, I'm, I'm a man on the court, but you know what I mean? I'm just a regular individual. Yeah. You throwing fucking water bottle or whatever the fuck you want to throw I'm at like me. I'm like 30 feet in the air and it almost connected. Like, now I get to beat your ass. <laughs> like, that's what that's what it should be. Like, yo, no, it's like, that's not, like, no, it has, well, that battle on the court is on the court between the players that are paid to play that game. Yeah, like, if, if Marcus Smart or someone would have been like, hey, yo, and push Kyrie because of that, I'm exactly. with that. Cause Do defend your turf. Defend yeah. what, whatever you hold dear. You know what I'm saying? Fan, you, you don't own the Celtics. Right, like, in the playoffs, Marcus Peters gets that pick, and they all jump on the Titans logo. That's hard. The whole team did it hard. And if the Titans would have responded, even though it would have been whack because they lost the game, they would have been, been within their right to do that. If a Tennessee fan would have been like, hey, yo, Marcus Peters, see me, all of Oakland will come out of him. And Exactly. Like, you can get your him. ass beat. <laughs> like, and you know you're going to get your ass beat. That's why niggas be doing that shit from 30 feet up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... Ain't nobody gonna look at Kyrie in his face and throw a ball at that nigga. Yeah, go ahead, get punched in your face, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the shit. Like, you no, know, they gotta let players, they either gotta arrest these motherfuckers and make sure they get real jail time behind being dumbasses, or let the players fuck them up. So, how do you feel about what KG and Big Baby said, where he was like, yo, Big Baby was like, yo, man, you might get touched in real life and 
Kate, Kevin Durant was like, man, please. You're in a bad position when the corniest nigga makes you look stupid, okay? So, <laughs> Kevin Durant's not the corniest Like, when you let Kevin Durant look like, make you look like a clown, like, you're in a bad position, Big Baby. Yeah, that's that was extra shit. Like, but we all know Big Baby high. So, like, I'm, he probably was blended and aged. So, you know, shout out to you, Big Baby. And shout out to Popeyes, too. <laughs> and then but, with, Kev, with KG, it's like... All the disrespectful okay. things this Look, man has said. I respect it on the on the fact if he's like talking, if it's strictly basketball, like like yo, y'all. If he's telling the Celtics like players, like yo, he just did this to your fucking logo, bro. You know what that means? You know what that stands for? That's fifteen. That's sixteen championships, nigga. Like. You need to do something. Like you gotta do something. Then, like, yeah. Then I, I respect that. Like now, if you saying like, now if that's like related to like, I, I saw like another line was like, we all gotta be better or something. And it's like you can't. No, those two things don't like that bottle throwing and stepping on logo. Those are two different. Like no, you can't mix those together. But like, yeah, you can't. You also being KG, you can't give a lecture on etiquette. On the court. Like the things this man has said or oh, done, Charlie, bro. Are patient. <laughs> That's it. What he said about Lala, bro? Allegedly. 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 People they have said that that wasn't what was said, okay? So I'm just gonna let that ride. But we all heard him call Charlie in the villain away of a cancer patient. Or what he said to Tim Duncan. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, knowing your mom's is gone. Like, wait, did he uh, was that confirmed? Yes, that was confirmed. <laughs> I don't know if that was confirmed. Or sometimes one like, of the funniest vines was when uh, <laughs> Eric Gordon missed that shot. He was like, "Hell uh, no, trash, trash." <laughs> <laughs> I love nah, Kevin Garnett, but you gotta chill, bro. Nah, you can't give a lecture on court etiquette when you're Kevin Garnett. <laughs> like you can't, like if you're Mike Conley, you can say that. Yeah, yeah Kevin Garnett cannot say that. All the disrespectful <laughs> things this man you gotta has sit said. This one out. Sorry, you just gotta sit this one out. <laughs> All the, the yeah, nah, bro. <laughs> Nigga said, <laughs> no said, yo man, how you do that move? Can you teach me? You get off my dick. <laughs> He was like, yo, man, I love you, bro. I used to look up to you. I don't give a... <laughs> he said, he hit but this nigga in the chest. <laughs> I meant to tell a nigga, like, yo, can you teach me a fade away? The nigga head butt you in the chest until you get off his dick. <laughs> That's what I'm like. <laughs> Rather be just standing there with his arms up, like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> Nah, KG, you can't see. <laughs> that's, that's that's why it's weird. It's like Kev, like you, nah, bro. Any you, no. That's like Chris Paul talking about on court etiquette. <laughs> like Chris Paul, you should stop playing dirty. Oh, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> like yo, you need to sit this one out, my guy. Sorry. Yeah. So let, let's get to the games, man. Lake Show, AD baby. It's tied two two. What's up, what man? What do, baby? Is, is Bron going to have a, another uh, magnificent game? I, I really, honestly, I want Devin Booker to it's play better. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I want I Devin like Booker to play better because he's been kind of trash this whole series. Man, y'all say that, bro. Like, but like, Devin Booker ain't been doing nothing this series. 
Let me look. Let me look. Outside at, uh, of game one, what has he really done? I like Devin Booker. We all like Devin Booker. Who said that? I, say I like Devin Booker. Yo, you Well, right now, no. Fuck him. But I'm just saying, in general, like, you don't think he's a bum? That don't mean I like somebody just because I'm thinking they're a, they're a bum. I don't yes. think Chris Middleton's a bum. I don't like Chris Middleton. I don't want to see him play ever. <laughs> Like what? What does that have to do with one another? Like what the hell? But yeah, what's your expectations for Game Five? As we're recording, you know they haven't played yet. But when it's coming, my out, expectations are LeBron James five point underdogs or something. That's According cute. Betting favorites. We should. Someone should probably take that bet. Is that someone going to be you? Because it's not going to be me. I did bet twenty dollars on the game already oh yeah nigga was like yo are y'all gonna lose i said bet 20 he said all right he shook my hands too late get my bread only man. thing that i'm betting you on is when they get to like are we betting about the nets bucks or are we gonna wait oh yeah we definitely could bet that yeah ho ass nigga <laughs> i you see i ain't bet you the wizard shit because like i knew some fucks was gonna happen nah, I, ain't bet that I, I, I wasn't even confident in that anyway <laughs> knowing my luck it would have blew up my face Nope. He was one game away from getting swept. That motherfucker went down. I looked at the score and said, what the fuck is going on? And I said, oh, damn. No Embiid. Uh, figures. But back to the to the Lake Show and the King. Had, we'll get to that in a sec. But yeah. You know, um, yeah, like, I mean, it's two two people acting like we down 3-1 or something. Like, it's 2-2. Two, two, and we all know who the best player in the, in the fucking series is. You know, saying between the two teams, we just gotta show up. I think LeBron James has always played better when he knows he ain't got nobody. I'm saying, like, anytime where it's like Kyrie or like Kevin Love or like Dwayne Wade or something in and out the lineup, he's like, bro, I'm trying to get you, see what you can do. He like, you know, what I'm saying he's not trying to, you know, he he's not trying to take 20 shots in the first half and shit like that. But I mean, when he's come to the game where no nigga, it's you. You gonna see, bro? Like, who gonna stop him? He got he gonna get into that bag. He he knows that he would rather win the next two, like these two games tonight and game six in LA, than have to win game six in LA and then game yeah, seven in Phoenix. Yeah. So like, yeah, no, he's there. Like he know he know they're gonna come in there and try to cook us, and we're gonna we're gonna stand firm in the first quarter. And LeBron James is going to show y'all what LeBron James is, bro. Okay. All right, so we're we going to see other games tonight. We got Brooklyn versus Boston. Hopefully, no this in that series. That series is ass, bro. It's been magnificent to see Kevin just cook people. People can't. I see y'all here dick sucking Kevin Durant. I'm like, he played 30 games. Like, y'all, like, he has, like, he came back from his Achilles and played the whole year and everything. Like, yo, it, he missed like forty games, my nigga. Shut up. But he's still bowling, bro. He's, he's average... seven feet tall and can shoot the ball. Bro, he came he's he's coming back off the toughest injury in the sport of basketball. And he's still yeah, nice. Twenty years ago. Who when the last time you heard of an Achilles injury taking somebody out Kobe. that wasn't already on the out on the way out? <laughs> Who? Kobe? Kobe was great. When he was ninety years old? He wasn't ninety. He was great in that injury ended Stop his career. it. He had already got swept by the fucking Mac. They were they were done. The Lakers was fucking trash, bruh. But when Kobe got his Achilles, that shit was nothing. Stop it. He was, and he scored 60 points in his last game. 
with all those other games where he wasn't good. Where he was still averaging 20-something points? <laughs> like, look, let's, let's state the facts here. Kobe tore his Achilles or whatever. Never could play a lick of defense. Well, he could. He wasn't playing defense a lot before then, but like, definitely wasn't playing no defense. When the last time you seen Kevin Durant play defense? Because all I've been seeing his bitch ass do is get mixed by Jason Tatum this whole series. It Let's speak. Been, it's, it's been a couple Stop plays. Stop it! It's, Stop it! The whole series. Every time he steps out there, he just blender, blender. <laughs> like he don't be knowing, bro. All he do is like, give me the ball, let me score on the other end. Because Jason Taylor is fucking destroying this nigga, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't say destroying, but... Like, stop. He dropped 50, 40. I mean... He, he had, had 50, he had 50 game three, and that was dope, but... We he, not... he didn't score, like, 200 points in them almost, bro. Okay. And he gonna give another 40 tonight. <laughs> they probably gonna lose, but he's still gonna be mixing Kevin Durant, bum-ass. And yeah... Nets is going to fucking lose to the Bucks. You heard it here. The Heat not, got swept. bro. The Heat got swept. Whippy. Because they know what type of war. Pretty much everyone who went far in the bubble, you could argue, hey, man, that fatigue is a mother. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, it's fatigue. No, it's Anthony Davis being injured. Like, we ain't got no fucking nothing. No, I'm saying the other teams. I'm not just spaying you guys. But it is cool because we, we'll gladly make a bet. They don't have fucking Jalen Brown. They, it's not fatigue. They literally don't have enough players. But <laughs> I, I'm speaking about, like, the heat. But anyway, it, it's... This is, bro, no, niggas, y'all try to wake up one day and tell me Tyler Hero was an all-star. Who is y'all? It, it's not Jerome Melvin Leeper. It's, the, it's definitely the, not the me. mainstream media, which you are a part of. Bruh. <laughs> y'all trying to tell me that fucking... Tyler Hero was an all-star. I didn't. And he showed y'all that he was just a, a solid player. And then you realize that he didn't have enough to do anything. <laughs> All I know is y'all sleeping on... I, I can't wait for the next series, bro. Kevin... How are we sleeping on a fucking all-star squad? What are you talking about? Y'all want to be underdogs so bad. That's what y'all hate. Y'all they hate are underdogs because y'all don't think they're going to do it. Shut up. You got all the talent in the world. No, you're just hated because you guys are weirdos. But you're not underdogs. And Giannis is that nigga, and he gonna smoke you hoe-ass nigga. Okay. Yeah. We'll, he the we'll, next we'll Superman. Put some money on it. Who the last person to beat Jordan in the playoff series? Superman. You know who gonna beat Kevin Durant? Superman Part 2. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who gonna, who gonna stop Giannis on that team? You, you gonna see. We'll, we'll address that later. All right, who else? We got... Um... Who else played tonight? The, the Mavs. Oh, uh, um, Trailblazers and Nuggets. I had that series going seven. Um, I had it going six. I had the Blazers winning in six. They smoked them niggas the other game. But, you know, you can't, like I said, you can't learn anything from a, a blowout. Yeah. So, I think I think tonight probably going to, nah, but I think they win tonight too, though. If they win, I it's think, close. I think it's over, bro. I think, I think they win the next two, bro. Melo's gonna show him you said never gave 15 to Jokic. <laughs> yeah, I disrespect him every time. Disgusting. And then other series, I think the Grizzlies, I think that series is over. And, like, yo, the Grizzlies are just not a good team. They play really hard and they have really good players. They have, like, good players as far as, like, intellectually. Like, they have great basketball IQ. They don't have good players talent wise. <laughs> like,. <laughs> Darren Jackson is my guy, but like he ain't nice yet. 
John Morant is a fucking beast, though. He is a beast. When you're relying on Dylan Brooks to give you 20 a night to be competitive, <laughs> when Grayson Allen got to be J.J. Reddick with defense, like, you're not about to win that series, bro. If Mitchell wasn't playing, the yeah, Grizzlies would win that. It, it could go somewhere, but Mitchell is just like, all right. You think enough, but like every time, like last night, like the thing about the Grizzlies, I hated them. Like last night, I was trying to turn the game off. I'm like, okay, they're down by 12. Now look back up, and they're only down by five. It's like, stop playing so fucking hard. Just get blown out. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. But like, yo, they play hard, and like, they play smart. They're just not good enough. And like, so unless John Morant got another 50 piece or some shit in them. So I got to ask you this, man. Switching coasts. Is it the end of the next tape of this season? No, I don't. I, look, the Knicks, because they play hard, but they don't. And and and, and we love Julius Randle, or we we love this the story. And Julius Randle definitely deserves to be most improved player, but he's not showing up. And if Derrick Rose is the only offensive player cooking right now, that is a problem, bro. I don't. The thing I don't understand is okay, Trey Young is scorching you, right? Right, Frank Nicolino or whatever is your best perimeter defender for guards. Why is he getting no minutes? <laughs> like, if he's literally the best defender you have for guards, just play him and see what the fuck happens. So, like, I don't understand that shit. But, but like, they got to score. Like, the, the Knicks are a great defensive team. They're not scoring. But they don't have to score if I can hold you to 80 points. Like, yo, Trey Young is getting them for 35 a night. If I can hold Trey Young to 20 points, like... I don't need to have a bunch of offensive games. We can gut these ones out. It's just Trey Young's getting 40 and 35 points and shit. Like, slow him down, and you can probably win the rest of the game, bro. Like, I don't understand. Like, don't ever let one man beat you, bro. So, hey, man. So, that's the Knicks. I think think they win the next game. And if they win the next game, because they in New York, right? Yeah, they in New York, yeah. They win the next game and then got out one in Atlanta. Game seven, Madison Square Garden. Then Trey could really be super villain <laughs> number one. Trey goes for like 50 and we'd be like, bruh. Randall, Randall redeems himself. Like, all it takes, Randall can literally have shitty games for the whole series until game seven. He go like 15 for 20 and give him like 35, 15, and like seven, and they win. Yo, they had the greatest playoff series ever. Julius Randle be a top ten jersey seller <laughs> off that yeah. game alone, bro. He knows. He just, he knows. He's didn't have the. Oh, what do you feel the about Clippers, the Mavericks? Mavericks? I feel like this Luca injury is more serious than giving credit because now Luca isn't going crazy like he was. I think it's about the injury. I think it's about the shoot. I mean, like, he only had one bad game. Right. Like, game three scorched them niggas again, but you know what I'm saying? Game four, yeah, it was bad. But, like, yo, Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't hitting them shots that he hit in L.A. You know what I'm saying? And that's a big deal. Like, I think, I don't know, maybe if they can shoot the shit, if they can get the shit up, like, if Tim Hardaway Jr. can go, like, six for eight or something, like, six for nine from the three again... They're gonna beat that leg in. Like, it's about it's about the others. I don't have any problem with Luca. I mean, they already said that he's feeling healthy or whatever the fuck that means, right? So I was like, I don't have a problem with his like 
his durability, his toughness. He's obviously going to make it do what it do. You know I'm saying anybody can have a bad game, but he's obviously going to make it do what it do. It's the rest of the team. Can Brazinga show up? Can Tim Hardaway hit them shots? What does Finney Smith have? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's real. 2 2. I mean, it's interesting. Absolutely, man. Well, let's let's get this to the music. Been a great uh, the only album that I guess I care about, I don't know if you care about any, another album that came out, was uh, DMX's, I guess, I don't know if this will be the last album ever, but uh, Exodus is rele- was released, mm-hmm. um, exactly produced by Swiss Beats, Swiss uh, Beat. with 13 records. Um, for me, I thought it was okay. I thought the raps were pretty decent. I wasn't a fan of the production. And some of the records, uh, that letter to my son was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? <laughs> Crying in the rain or tears in the rain? Mm-hmm. That record that really spoke to me. Um, the record with Wayne wasn't bad. I like that record. That was a dope record. The, the uh, yeah. Hove Nas X. I don't know. I, I've wanted. I don't, I wanted Jay to do a newer verse. You could tell that was Swiss didn't in. hit the uh, machine with his chin, so that record wasn't going off the way it was. <laughs> that nigga thing. <laughs> Yo, why Buster Rhymes' face was like that in the video? <laughs> <laughs> no, the funniest shit is that you can see them kind of like moving each other, and then like. He realizes Buster Rhymes is bigger than him. He got to, like, just let him know, like, yo, no, bro, I need you to move. <laughs> yeah, Swiss, you the goat. But, yeah, yeah, this album, the vocal sound kind of, like, it kind of remind me of, like, them shine albums where, like, he was rapping in jail. <laughs> Y'all wonder how shine albums would be if he had the technology that Max B has now. Cause like Max B sound like Max B, I don't think Max B in jail. <laughs> Max B do too much shit to be in jail, bro. Nigga pop up on a Kanye album out of nowhere, like what? It's the wave guy, just like how did he get it? And he sound clear, like it's like some fucking empire shit or something, bro. <laughs> And that song was hard. Was it Snitch Bitch? That song was hard. But anyway, yeah, like, some of them vocals sounded like, sounded weird. Yeah, like you said, the raps was pretty good. That was cool. Uh, it was cool, man. Rest in peace, X. I really ain't got nothing bad to say, man. Like, it ain't, I could complain, but I'm not. That's where I'm at. I'm like, I could complain, but I, I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, um, man. Shout out to Swiss, bro. Yeah, man. And and I guess as we talking about Swiss, I'm a we're gonna we wanna take a pause because we're gonna insert the clip going <laughs> around the Twitter verse right now. So let's let's take a moment of silence. Uh, I wanna I want us to hear the clip and then we're gonna react to the clip. Mm. In life we gotta face our poison in order to poise on. Mm. Because mm. you know you was born from your mother and you a poised son. You understand? That was hard. Like, when we gonna get... Okay, now we heard the clip. 
<laughs> Rob, I don't know about you. I I was watching it all day trying to figure out like what was he saying? When I first heard it, I thought he said, You're a poet, son. And I was like, So how did you get that from poison? And then I was like, wait, did he just say you're a poison? A poet from poison. I was like, okay. To your poise poised on. Son, poised on and then your poised First son. of all. How do you poise on? It's not like march on. Like, how do you do that? Like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know what that means. The name of the episode is Poison, by the way. Like, it's. You're a poised son. (laughs) Swiss is definitely a nigga that gets high and starts telling people he overstands. And then for Noriega. (laughs) Yo, that's hard. What? Sounds a sound story. If you're a real, if you're a host or something, you're not supposed to like. What are you supposed to do? Just grill them? What does that mean? So when yeah, you're not supposed to do Rob, that. if Swiss was no, on our podcast and he said that, I wouldn't do that because I don't want no smoke. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I won't. I'll let you go ahead and do it. Go ahead. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean, Jarrell? <laughs> like, no, the fuck I won't. <laughs> but like, yo, nah, I saw the Nori, bro. He said that one. <laughs> Nori was like, <laughs> you know, she's showing feet in racial chats. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that. I was just like, what? Yeah, no, it's got some outrageous. I tell, but but look, everybody's shocked about this. But like, look, if you're a fan of hip hop like me, we all know all you gotta do is get switched drinking some wine or some shit, and you're gonna start saying the most wild shit, bro. <laughs> like. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Swiss. <laughs> You're a boy, son. <laughs> so it'd be funny if Swiss like tweet an acronym or something, like a P-O-I acronym or something. I'd be like, yo, this nigga double down. Oh, shit. It's crazy, dog. Swiss man, shout out Swiss Beats. And did you watch uh, the rematch versus? I, I, I didn't. Did. What did you think? You know what I mean, I heard the, Swiss Beats and Timberland playing the record. <laughs> I heard the fans weren't like as enthused as they could have been. In the beginning, like yeah, it was like they was just like it was on some like just staring, like you know, oh they're playing the records. Like no, you got to turn up and shit. So like yeah, it got better as it, as it went on, but like. The the real um the real entertainment is just watching Timbo and fucking Swiss be turned on stage like you know as soon as them two get to drinking like you had Swiss beasts calling out Justin Timberlake like yo I I see him taken from the culture so he got to give back to the culture he need to come more verses or something he need to do he just called like oh you know Swiss feeling it <laughs> like, I mean. But here's it. <laughs> I think it was something on the Joe Budden podcast before everything all went to crap. But it was like, if you have a, uh, like an sync versus like Backstreet Boys, it will probably be the biggest one ever because it would get, you know, the white mm-hmm. listeners too. And then they would probably steal it and call it, uh, what did, what did he say? He said they wouldn't call it versus, they would call it something else. Uh, and Nick Cannon would host it. And I was just like, <laughs> dang, bro. 
<laughs> nah, I, I remember in the beginning of the verse they had like these two white people do verses, and I was and that was like the worst one, and they just never revisited that shit. <laughs> I forgot what two people it was, but it was two white people, and it just the numbers wasn't high. Exactly, like the numbers wasn't high when nobody. I was like, yeah, this is not happening again. Nah, if you get boy, uh, Backstreet Boys in sync. That joint gonna do like twenty mil, bro. Like everybody gonna be watching. That. I don't even wanna hear that shit though. I would not. Ugh. And I listen to both. I'm, trust me, I'm probably listening to more of them than you have. Uh-huh. But like, okay, like I'm, I'm not. <laughs> like, nah, bro. I'm not trying to hear that shit right now. Though. Like after like ten records, no, no. that's nothing. Cause like I don't really like pop album cuts. So it's like you really gotta play me twenty hits, like. That I care about, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, you can't give me no secret Jadakiss versus some shit. Then I'm like, oh yeah, that was hard. <laughs> like, like Major Look Remix isn't a hit, but like, that's just crazy. Like, that that was crazy. I'm also speaking of just random trending. Sin Ludacris trend, bro. I just, uh, like, Luda really, really was that guy, man. Up into balloons, like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he went he went crazy that that made him go down. <laughs> like, oh, I was disgusted, but like, oh man, that was that's that's right up there with that J Cole line. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's, it's definitely bottom tier, worst worst lines of all time. I don't, think I, I don't think I took him serious after that. I don't think I took anything he's ever rapped after that series. I was just like, fuck this shit, hip hop's over for you, bro. <laughs> I blow up balloons, and it's like, what? <laughs> Why? Who okayed this? But no, someone's gotta shoot the engineers now, bro. Like this is what I no. When we get bad bars, don't blame the rapper because artists can paint a bad picture. That's just what it's gonna be. Blame the engineers that be okaying shit. Like the engineer that let Wayne say Weezy F baby and asked for phenomenal, and it's just like. <laughs> No? Nah, Wayne was probably just on the tour bus, like, <laughs> recording that shit and just putting it on that piff immediately. <laughs> like, y'all niggas can't stop me. <laughs> Birdman in the office, like, what the fuck did this nigga just say, bro? <laughs> Somebody take his laptop. <laughs> Stuff is crazy. A- any more music you, you want to talk about? Are, do you really care? Or I know you're not the biggest ba- Lil Baby or Lil Dirk fan, but I know the album's coming out this week. Any expectations? No, you just gonna wait. I'm gonna listen to it <laughs> just to see. Like, like, I don't think they ask. I just don't think like they crazy. So it's like, and like certain. Look, I'm definitely learning. Like, there's the artists that are just like they cool, but it's like I don't want to listen to the shit they rap about. Like that shit just not dope to me, bro. So like, yo, you can make some good songs. Though. I mean, they both talented artists. So shout out to them. Hopefully, it's good. I'll listen to it. You know, see if it's good quality music. If it's ass, I'm gonna say it's ass, nigga. You definitely if, will. If it's nice, I'm gonna like, yeah, like, they dropped a hard project, you know what I'm saying? Hope it's better than all the other collab albums we, we've been getting. Um, yeah. Because most of them shits is ass. And I guess lastly, before we go, man, did you do anything Memorial Day weekend? Nope. Nope. I worked. That's important. Gotta get the money. That's it. I don't really know. Yeah, so like Friday, what what I did, Friday, um, we went, Taylor and I went to his restaurant. 
near uh Nats Park, real cool, real chill, called Do South. So it's very I think they're from like South Carolina, the people who um who founded the restaurants of so very southern like southern cuisine. Food was cool. Then we went to the secret bar. TikTok's been showing me like new places to just go check out. So we went there. Um that was real dope. Like it was real <clears throat> intimate. Um I liked it and it was playing like 90s and 2000s like R&B pop and rap so that was cool um then after that Saturday Taylor was like oh you know I'm having a girls day so you're on your own I'm like alright it's raining I'm not doing anything I'm about to go clean up around the crib and my homegirl shout out <clears throat> to Mila she was like yo come through we having food pull up I'm like say less <clears throat> and uh <laughs> eating good food hot dogs hamburgers some shrimp we got drinks and I'm like, yo, I feel amazing. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Sunday, I was like, all right, I'm chilling. I'm going to just, you know, clean up around a spot. And then um, Taylor was gone again. And then she she went, uh, Mara had a, a function or whatever. I couldn't even go to it because I'm like, literally, as I'm getting dressed, getting ready to leave for work, she's just coming back. I was like, oh, word. And then lastly, uh, Monday, Mel stopped by her spot. And you know we had some food, so definitely was fed well. And that sounds uh, like it. Yeah, no, no complaints, man. No complaints. I think summer no is, I guess, me trying to get super turned, or they trying to get me drunk. So we we gonna see what it's hitting on. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I definitely need to get turned with my friends. And... That's a fact. I definitely saw the homies in Charlotte doing their thing. So and, and shout out. Uh, Shout out to the Mac boys. They out in L.A. I was like, yeah, man, got to look up with Ronell. And then they see Ronell in the photo. I was like, hey. I did see that. Yeah, that man, was hard. Shout out to, shout out to the homies. Remember, remember he had the drink. Yo, that, yo, remember he had the little cookout during his spot with, like, I think it's like his brother or some shit? Yeah, yeah. His, uh, that was a turning point in my life, bro, because I'll never forget I was sitting down and Steph looked at me and said, damn, Bobby, you getting fat. <laughs> and it's just something like when you tell, when your nigga tell you some shit like that, you like, what? And you, I just remember looking at me like, damn, yo, I'm getting fat. And I just had to start working out. I'm back working out, bro. So, Josh, it's about to be even worse, bro. Bucket City. I'm telling you. It's getting bad. Alright. Let it be known then. But other than that, that's pretty much it on my end, bro. Um, Any shout-outs before we get up out of here? Yeah, man. Shout-out to the king for what he's going to do tonight. Let's get this bread, family. Um, nah, that's it. I'm on my end, if hopefully everybody had a blessed and safe um, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, a lot of the people we knew traveling all across the country, really, and the world, too. People I knew was out in the islands. Um, so I hope everybody was safe um, and, and COVID-free. Hell yeah. Other than that, man, uh, just hope we get more good basketball and less fans acting stupid. Bruh. Youngest gotta start knocking people. Cause even the dude out. that just ran up on the court and got tackled, That's I'm just, just like, stupid, come on, bro. bro. Like ordinarily, that doesn't really phase me, but with all the stuff with the fans doing that, I don't want to really see that. It's like, why, bro? Yeah, man. But yeah, that's all I got, y'all. So until the next time, peace. Peace.